Good morning, my family. Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Amy G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 14, 2023. And today we are reading in the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. We are in the chapter, How It Works. We are on page 60, on the third paragraph, being convinced we are at step three, going through two paragraphs, ending in more likely to have varied traits, commenting on both paragraphs, please. Today's readers are, and thank you so much to Team Tuesday Service, Barb W., Sherry D., Nancy R., our readers, The 12 Steps, Heather M., Traditions, Christina J., our newcomer, Greer, Freya H., our host, Ken W., and if I were to think a guest, announcements would be Janice T. M. Okay, oh, oh, sorry, Monday's reference IDs are for February 13th, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 19,955. That's 19,955. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time yesterday's meeting, 19,956. That's for yesterday, Monday, February 13th. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Heather M. to read the 12 steps. Please go ahead, Heather. Good morning, family. Heather M., compulsive overeater from Indiana. 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, 
made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. I pass. Thank you so much, Heather M. I will now ask for Christina J. to read the 12 traditions. Go ahead, Christina. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, everyone. Christina J., North Carolina. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. <clears throat> Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be self-supporting, fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We, we need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you so much, Christina Jay. All right, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. Again, this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the big book. We are in the chapter, How It Works. 
on page 60, third paragraph, starting with being convinced we are at step three through two paragraphs, ending in more likely um, to have yeah. varied traits. And Barb W. is going to get us started. Go ahead, Barb. Grab the mic, girl. Thank you, Amy G. Barb W. Recovered gratefully in Illinois. Being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and our life over to God as we understood him. Just what do we mean by that and just what do we do? The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we are almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish, and dishonest. But, as with most humans, he is more likely to have varied traits. Oh my goodness, this is such a big... This is, well, the book is big. Yeah, aptly named. Convinced, convinced. It says just above where we were just reading on a day ago, I can't manage my life. And the convinced, I can just, I could look around me and see the decay and the debtorous. Um, deciding to turn our will in our life, um, it's, a, it's a good application of my will is deciding to turn it over to some some greater power than me. And what does it mean by turning? Turning, um, stopping in the direction I'm heading, stopping the process of proceeding, um, where I'm going. And I like how it, it kind of struck me this morning that boop, I'm convinced I'm at step three. It's just like, oh my gosh, what a mess. Here I am at three. Um, and I, the analogy of, of being on a stage and trying to take control of everything as if all the, and all the other actors doing the same thing, it's chaos. Um, and I and early on in my life, my propensity to want to put things in line and put things in order and manage things, I would bodily pick up my younger siblings, all of them, and place them in age-appropriate order for photographs. But they wouldn't stay there, and um, that's that was that was young. But the food was crazy, and that would I thought it was giving me solace. I thought it was giving me comfort, but it wasn't. Um, and I can be kind and courteous, patient and generous, and I, but my egotistical and selfish and dishonesty can be so buried and veiled in that what seems so nice. Um, but turning my life over to a power greater than myself, which shorthanded I say God because it has fewer syllables, willingness to turn, believing something greater is at hand, the smallest of beginnings is all that's needed, the AA 12 and 12 says, picking up the keys of willingness. And on a daily basis, um, as an addict, I'm never satisfied. That play that I'm trying to manage would never be good enough 
wouldn't be enough. Not enough food recognition, love, safety. I ate to create comfort with all that mess I was creating, and that didn't work. So back to being convinced and being willing to turn it over. I'm learning and discovering that my higher power is a is a director that I can trust, that the cues I'm given can be trusted. It's growing every day. It's new. It's it's growing, and my belief has become faith, and it's I'm a kid. And working the steps in all of my affairs with a sponsor and with others, I grow in faith. And we're borrowing from earlier on this page, we're not saints. The point is we're willing to grow on spiritual lines, claiming spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. And I just can't wait to hear um, the meeting today. I'll pass with that. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Barb W. Stopping my timer here. All right. Although we value everyone's experience, strength, and health, we love to hear from those who haven't shared in the last couple of days. That means Monday or Friday. So if you haven't shared on Monday or Friday, I'd like to share on what was just read and shared on. Please give me your first name, initial of your last name, and what state you're from. Who would like to share? Wanda Okay, I've got Wanda. Rachel K. Priscilla H. New Jersey. Hi, from New Mexico. Janet Baltimore. Janet B. Somebody from Baltimore. Riska R. Roz G. Riska R. Roz G. Kaya P, Colorado. Lee H Kaya from Tennessee. P Lynn H. Alright, this is what I've got. I've got Wanda R, Priscilla H, Stacy E, Janet B, Riska R, Roz G, Haya P, and Lynn H. We're gonna go with that um and I'll try to get you on the next round. All righty. Wanda R, please go ahead. Good morning, everybody. I'm looking at the most beautiful sunrise on a beautiful Valentine's Day. Six years ago, I almost died from kidney failure. And I know today as a married woman for two weeks that I am taken care of by my higher power. Uh, and I know that um, I, I talk to God all the time at night. Um, and I know that I have friends and I can talk to them, but those people are, I mean, my husband is my best friend, but I know that those people that I talk to are limited because they're human. And that um, when they say there's a will, there's a way. Well, it better be God's will to find the way. And I know that there's so many things that come up that I don't understand, that I don't like, that I don't want. Wanda, we seem to have lost you. Can you start Wanda on mute again, please? Wanda, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. 
I'm so sorry. Oh, gosh. But I just know that, you know, if there's a will, there's a way, but it's got to be God's will. And God's will is for me to share my joy, my strength. I mean, my spirit, strength, and hope. But I know that my hope, uh, you know, is always to share my joy. And uh, some people really need it. Some people are have their own joy. So that's a real pleasure. And I know that it's always limited, you know, uh, that God is in control and loves me very much and wants the best for me more than I can want for myself. And if I ask what I can have today, living only today, trusting only God, my sponsor once told me uh, she would die that she was 82, 92, and she said, wanted to trust no one but God and yourself. Well, you know, trust, trusting myself is ridiculous. I make the wrong move, but if I trust God, then I can trust myself. Then I can share my joy. Then I can be abstinent, which is the most important thing in my life. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wanda R. Priscilla H., please go ahead. Thanks, uh, Priscilla H., grateful to be physically recovered in New Jersey, to be recovering uh, mentally, emotionally, and all those other ways, but never cured from my eating disorder. I used to um, think that this whole thing about the actor and the stage just was kind of nuts, and it didn't speak to me, and it didn't appeal to me. And finally... Uh, I I recognized why that was the case. I didn't want to be the actor or the director or the orchestra conductor or any of that. I wanted to be in the audience. I just wanted to sit way back in the audience, way over at the end of the left end of a row in the middle of the theater and be able to sit there and silently criticize everything else that was going on. That was me. And um, I have come to recognize now in recovery that I don't have to be on the stage. I can work with, I can work with the scenery. I can work with the costumes. I can work behind the scenes wherever the director of this whole event guides me to be, um, but the director of the whole event, my higher power, is my best friend today, and that's a wonderful feeling. I don't have to sit back on the end of the row in the middle of the audience anymore. So thanks for letting me share. With that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Priscilla H. from New Jersey. Okay, Stacy E., you're up. Please go ahead. Thank you, Amy, for your service. This is CCE Recovered here in New Mexico. Oh, good CC. morning, everyone. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Sorry. That's okay. Good morning, everyone, and happy Valentine's Day. It was one year ago today that I told myself that I love you so much that I'm going to put the food down. I knew I could not save myself given how many times I tried. 
So I prayed for sanity and God's help to end the torture that I was doing to myself with food. I had hit bottom and I surrendered into total abstinence because of the love from God, from myself, and from you, my fellows, and being convinced I was at step three. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Today, I know that we need each other as we reach out that hand to those that are still suffering. And it is my hope on this day of love that if you're in the food, that you too can love yourself so much that you're able to ask God for help. To put the food down and ask God, what would you have me be? And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Cece from New Mexico, CCE from New Mexico. All righty, Janet B., you are up. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Janet B., Recovered Compulsive Eater in New Jersey. So those first two words there, being convinced. So they're telling me that I can't move on to step three until I'm convinced that only God can and will restore me to sanity, relieve my compulsive eating if I seek him, that only God can and will. So what if I'm here, I've like read these chapters in the book, and I'm not convinced that God can remove my compulsive eating. Um, What do I do then? And there's a couple things I was thinking about that um, why we believe that God won't restore us to sanity, why, why we're not convinced. And I think the first one, and one that I struggled with, was, well, I've tried it so many times before, and it hasn't worked. I spent my first six and a half, seven years in OA, binging my brains out, getting worse. I did everything I was told. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't told the right things. So here I was, you know, six and a half years in, got a sponsor who seemed to know what they were talking about, and I tried it, and it worked. And I guess I compare it to, like, someone who has a cell phone and tries to take pictures with it by pushing the on-off button, which I've done 100 times. It doesn't matter if I've done it 100 times. If someone comes along and shows me the right button to push, suddenly I can take pictures. So if someone shows me the right thing to do, suddenly I can access power, even if I never could. And I think another reason why we don't believe God will restore us to sanity, even though he does it for others, is this shame we feel. Not this guilt, like I robbed something, I need to pay it back. But this thing like, I'm not worth it. God won't do it for me because I'm not worth it. So many of us suffer from that, right? And I think there's two solutions to that. One, we could like spend thousands of dollars in therapy and try to, have a therapist convince us we have great self-esteem and self-worth, but I don't think that works. And for me, I think the answer is realizing that God never, ever made worthiness a requirement. The only requirement is willingness. So it doesn't matter if I'm not worthy. Um, God can come in and change my heart. He doesn't care that I'm worthy. And the last thing I think is sometimes I feel, you know, we can feel so ashamed, like, why would God bother trying to help me. God's so busy with war and poverty and children starving in foreign countries. Why would he help me? But I think about if I like was crossing the street and got hit by a car and both my legs broke and the ambulance came, would I say to the ambulance driver, 
oh, the surgeons at the hospital are, have to be busier with other people. Just leave me here on the road. I wouldn't. Um, you know, so we don't care about bothering people at the hospital, but we say we don't want to bother God. And what I say is like, it's okay. We can bother God because okay. on this day of love, like God loves us and wants us to bother him so he can heal us. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Janet B. from New Jersey. Okay, Riska R. followed by Rod G. Go ahead, Riska. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Amy, for your service. Uh, Riska R. from Baltimore, a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, what jumped out at me today was um, the first the first requirement is that we convince that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. I will always be in collision with something or someone, even though my motives are good. And re- requirement is, uh, looked it up in the dictionary, is essential, fundamental. Fundamental is basic, underlying, serving as a supporting existence, determining essential structure of function. This has to be the the essential structure and function of my life. And I, I also love that how compassionate Bill is to say my motives are good. Because um, I'm, you know, I, I'm, we're not bad people trying to be good. We're sick people trying to heal. And the way I heal is knowing that I can't have any life. There's no life if I'm running on my self-will. And I know that by my, my feelings, my thoughts, and my actions, because they're they're going to be uncomfortable, really uncomfortable, uncomfortable in a way that makes me look out and blame others for how I'm feeling and acting and not taking responsibility for for my relationship and connection uh, with my higher power that gives me a life. And I, I the the next paragraph where it is, is such a stunning and rich and colorful description. I mean. It's just exactly how I've always, I mean, when I read this, it's like, oh, my gosh, how does Bill know me so well? Like, yes, Mm -hmm. I can be so kind and considerate and, you know, I'm not sure if I was patient and generous, but um, I certainly, it was all about me and my egotistical desires and wants. And the the only way that I have to heal today is by... (sighs) Seeing the reality and truth of my life, what happens when I live on self-will, destroying myself with food, trying to manage my life with food, or really giving my will and my life over to the care. I love that word care, that my higher power cares about me, and it it helps me to surrender and to know that I have a life today. Um, And thank you so much, and uh, have a wonderful day. Pass. Thank you so much, Riska R. from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, Roz G. followed by Heidi P. Just a friendly reminder for folks that came in a little bit after uh, the start. We are on page 60. We're on the third paragraph, going through two paragraphs, starting with our um, being convinced, going through two paragraphs. Okay, Riska, please go ahead. Please go ahead. I'm sorry, not Riska. Roz G., please go ahead. Okay, thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, my name's Roz G. I'm recovered compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California. Happy Tuesday. 
um, I was drifting. I want I, so I want you guys to think I have it all together so much. But the truth is, is I was drifting in and out of sleep, sleep for the first few minutes of the um, meeting, and I wasn't sure. Are we all be, being convinced or the first requirement? And you just told me, you just said we're on both, so I, I can share on both. Um, it says for me here that I have written in my big book that I have to decide to turn my thinking and my actions over to God because the first thing in the morning on awakening, we ask, we, we, we consider our plans for the day. We ask God to divorce our thinking. I ask God to divorce my thinking from selfish, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. It's the first thing when I wake up in the morning, there's a vulture uh, hanging out in my room that wants to tell me, you are unloved, you are not worthy, you suck. And thank God that the big book tells me that the first thing I do when I wake up is to turn all that crappy thinking over to God because I know that I am loved and that I am worthy and that I have a lot to offer this life. Because, yes, in my past, you know, pre-recovery life before I really looked at step six and seven to see all the the character defects that ran my life, I did want to run the show. I wanted things to be my way. And if things weren't my way, I would isolate, I would eat, and I would... um, I would that I would be in this this um this cocoon of crap, and I used both of these manipulation t- tactics to get my way. Either I'd be as kind and 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 sweet as a church lady on Sunday, or I'd be a b i t c h on wheels. And today, thank you God, I wake up in the morning and I take the instruction and I ask God. Please um, take my thinking, take my will, take my life. What do you want me to do today? Make me an open vessel, a hollow bone. Fill me with your marrow so that I can grow in understanding and effectiveness. And today my life is so filled with, vi- with vitality and color and, 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 and vigor and friends. I can hardly handle it all. So... Thank you, God, for today, and I don't want to run the show. Please, God, run my show so that I can be an, uh, an, a servant of yours and do your will. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you so much, Roz G. from, I think it was Palmdale, definitely California. Okay, Haya P., followed by Lynn H., and then we're going to take some more names. Haya, please go ahead. Hi. Thanks, Amy. Hi, everybody. My name is Haya P. I'm a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Um, And I live in Colorado, currently in New Jersey. Um, I'm also very grateful to be recovered from bulimia and restricting. Um, Thank you so much, Amy, for taking the meeting, and thank you for everyone who shared. And a special, special welcome to anyone who's new to Overeaters Anonymous, new to this meeting, or or coming back. Um, you're so, so, so welcome here, and we're really glad you're here. Um, I love this, and um, I love this uh, 
these paragraphs, being convinced we were at step three. And the, you know, when I think about the, um, my sponsor and I went through the third step together and read that, you know, she's like, you know, if you're going around telling everybody else what their part is and you're trying to arrange the light and the scenery, you know, you're doing their work and everything, guess what you're not doing? <laughs> Your part. <laughs> and that really brought me, stopped me in my tracks, right? Because it's one thing to say, okay, I got to stop telling everybody else what to do, whatever. But the point is, is like, not only am I doing that, which is not my business, but I'm not even doing what my business is, which is my part. And the only re the only way I can know what my part is or try to try as best I can to um, know what my part is, is that contact with God, which if anybody has trouble with that concept, when I came in um, many, many years ago, I did not, I, I did not, I just, it was very turning off to me that we talked about God and um but i was able to come to believe and i've watched people come to believe and you know first through my own conception whatever that is and that has developed so beautifully over the years for which i'm grateful so don't even let that um stop you if if possible you know if it is um so i'm really grateful and the other thing is i have to do these steps every day you know like one through 12 in my life um and you know, boy, oh boy, abstinent and recovered and trying to live in this way, I, um, it's like I bump up against myself all the time and bump, bump between my will and God's, you know. And yesterday was a great example. I did something that was not honest within the structure of a situation that I'm in. And, um, but I felt that it was, my intentions were good. I wanted to be able to really take in all the information. But I will tell you, it was literally eating at me I felt I was so uncomfortable and my first phone call to a friend was like there's no way I'm telling them I did this because they're going to throw me out you know and um you know but I knew even talking about it was going to um bring me to a better place and that I couldn't live absently I would have to eat throw up do something to deal with those feelings and thank God spoke with another went through the tent address the fear by the end of the conversation I was like okay I'm gonna call them and I did and it was received and I'm so grateful and I feel better uh, today so I'm really grateful for our steps all of them thanks for letting me share thank you so much Haya from Colorado okay Lynn H you're up and I'm going to take some more names go ahead Lynn Good morning, Amy. This is Lee, L-E-E-H, oh, in Tennessee, and I'm just so grateful to be here this morning, and I'm so grateful for just the healing God's doing in me from the compulsive eating and compulsive behaviors, and um, this morning, I'm just so grateful to be sitting here looking at this gorgeous sunrise, and happy Valentine's Day. It's one of my favorite days of the year, and I just want to say that this program is, it doesn't cost money, <laughs> except my habits and my compulsivity cost me money, and I'm so thankful and grateful that it it is free and that my higher power is free today, and that um, he's helping me so much, and these third and seventh step prayers that I'm praying every morning are just seeping in 
and um, I'm just becoming more grounded. And um, my husband gave me this card this morning, and it says, there's nobody I'd rather grow old and weird with, absolutely nobody. And I'm telling you, (laughs) it's not the most romantic-sounding card, but it blessed me so much because I do have quirks, and, and the fact that I'm loved, and that's my higher power who loves me the most, and I'm getting ready to do an art workshop, and I used to take all my defects of comparing myself and perfectionism in, into my art, and today I'm just going to enjoy this workshop. I'm just going to you know, say that set-aside prayer that I don't know anything, and God help me to set aside all those preconceived ideas so that I can be open and receive something new. And um, just these paragraphs meant so much, and I've enjoyed listening to all the shares. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Uh, Lee H. from Tennessee. All righty, so we're going to take some more names, and I know I missed a bunch in the first round, so hopefully I can hear you this time. So if you would like to share on what was read, we are on page 60. We are on the third paragraph, going through two paragraphs, commenting on both. Monica Delaware. Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Linda D. Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Larry K. Janice P. Janice P.M. Penny C. Okay, we're going to hold right there. Um, Tina S. Uh, Tina, hopefully we can get you in. All right, so holding right there, let's see what we got. Um, I've got Monica. I'll get your last initial. Pamela D., Linda D., Larry K., Janice P.M., Penny, Penny C., and Tina S. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get everyone in. So, all righty. Monica, please go ahead. Uh, Monica, compulsive eater. Uh, Monica M. from Delaware. Happy Valentine's to all of you. I love you all, and I love AA. Uh, OA. OA and AA. Um, <laughs> yes. So if you don't run the show, if, if you guys don't do what I want you to do, then you're on my resentment list. So thank God for the steps, for having a relationship with God, and in these steps, I'm able to look at myself and how I can change myself and stop the blame game. And that has made my life much, much easier. And doing the step and uh, doing step 10 on a daily basis. And I am living a freer and happier life. I am absent in a year and then about a month. And I am recovered, but not cured. And I thank all of you for my abstinence and for my serenity. And I'm truly, truly grateful on this Valentine's Day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Monica from Delaware. Pamela D., you're up. Hello. This is Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day to all you. Um, so, yeah, I just feel so blessed today to live in recovery. I finally found a food plan that worked for me, and I know that God loves me unconditionally, and I need to love myself, and I'm doing my self-care, personal care. I stand up for myself, 
um, you know, I've been careful all the triggers, you know, any triggers. And I work in my program with a great sponsor. I'm doing all the steps and stuff. So I'm doing what I need to do. And you know what? It works. It, it not perfectly, but it works most of the time. So the program works. I'm feeling good. And I just thank God to wake up for a new day. And um, I was so feel blessed that I am loved not only by Jesus, which is great in itself, but God brought a man that loved me unconditionally. And I was so happy because I was getting ready to do my meditation, my prayer that morning, and I saw the two beautiful Valentine call on my prayer desk, a big house. I had a prayer room. And I like, wow, and it was from my my boyfriend. It, it just blessed my heart, the words where he said. It was two different calls. One call to me more like, you know, a God-like blessing in Scripture. And one call was the physical connection and the love and the intimacy. And it's just amazing. So I did thank I did thank God for him. He I'm not easy to live with. I drive him nuts, especially having this disease and my PTSD. But he still loves me unconditionally. That word unconditionally. God loved me unconditionally. He brought a man that loved me too. So I did thank God so much. And all I used to pray when I was in the Dell industry to have my life pleasing to God. And 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 God did that through a man he brought in my life. So I am so happy. I thank God for my OA family, unconditional love, since 1992. I think that when I first joined OA. And I remember I walked in the room and I would dress. I was coming from, I used to be uh, a rather dancer. And I felt so much love. I was the only black girl in the room, the only black person. And I felt so so much love in the room. So that will OA all about. So that it. Don't give up on yourself because God will never will. I pass. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Linda D. followed by Larry K. Please go ahead, Linda. Good morning, everybody. It's Linda D. I live in Connecticut and I'm recovered. That's That's an incredible thing for me to be able to say. I um, celebrated my birthday yesterday, and I'm 79 years old, and I just can't believe it. I, where did the time go? You know, everybody says that, but but I feel great. I don't feel great today uh, because I, it's not important why, uh, but I need to rest today. But the point of it is this. God is really, really real. I was an atheist. God is really, really real. I don't have any doubt about that. And it's within me. I don't have any doubt about it. And I like the image of the, um, I think Roz did it, of the um, the um, vulture. Because shame tries to rob me. Not good enough. I have a, such a flood tide of love coming into my life. And in some areas, it just trickles, like romance and money. Those are two areas. And even that is opening up. 
at my age. That's incredible to me, just incredible. I have friends I dearly, dearly love, whether they're near or far. I have a neighbor that's an angel, showed up with, with my birthday yesterday, plants and doing anything she could for me and food and all the things that a loving person can provide. And, and it's God motivating all of this. I am so grateful to wake up and no matter whether I have upset, physical upset or not, to know that I'm guided. Am I doing step three right now? I am. I am. I'm letting you know I'm vulnerable. I'm letting you know I have also a great life. This is the most wonderful, wonderful life-giving program because it gets me. I have to be either in collision or with God, and I love being with God and all of you. I don't know what I would do. I know what I did. (laughs) Died. That's what I did without you. Thank you so much for giving me, helping me have another birthday. It's lovely to be alive. It's a gift. Thank you. I pass. Thank you so much, Linda D., and happy birthday. All righty. That's Linda D. from Connecticut. We've got Larry K. followed by Janice P.M. Go ahead, Larry. Good morning, Amy. Thanks for your service, Larry K. I'm a recovered compulsive reader uh, from Chicago. I'll set my timer here. I'm going to give you a recipe. We're compulsive eaters. Let me give you a recipe. The recipe uh, based on my experience for how not to work step three. I tried all the ways. Um, First, here's if you don't want to recover, here here's something you could do if you have a pen. Um, you know, treat it like algebra three. Treat it like the most advanced algebraic equation, with such complexity that you could barely even try to understand. And then the other thing is with it is in its complexity, you know, call people, call tons of people, particularly people that are not recovered that have not you know, work this step and ask their ideas and their opinions because addicts, boy, we have lots of ideas. So you're, you're going to have no problem getting lots of ideas and so forth on how to work this step. And particularly, don't ask them where in the big book what they're suggesting you do appears. Don't empower yourself by asking them those questions. You know, and then linger, linger in this step because remember, in its complexity, you know, and I'm being facetious, right? The God of our understanding wants this to be very, very difficult for you to do step three, wants you to misunderstand and wants you to trip over and would love it if you just started to eat and feel like a failure while you're in the midst of figuring this step three out. You know, that would be something you could do. Follow the herd mentality. Pick up all sorts of assignments that are not in the big book. Now, let me get honest, you know, the reality was that step three was much easier. It was much easier than I thought it was. I thought because of shame and all the different things we heard that there would be such complexity to it, that I wasn't worthy of it. But the reality was as God needed for me to move on. There's my time. I'll just follow up, Amy, and say, no, it's easy. You need to move on with the work, and then you'll see through trusting. You'll see what God has in store for you, which is miraculous. With that, I pass. Thanks, Amy. 
Thanks so much, Larry. Okay, Larry K. from Chicago, Illinois. Janice P.M., you're up, followed by Penny C. And thank you so much, Amy G. And this is Janice P.M., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, Larry almost went right into what I was going to say. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is step three. And I know that the people, and uh, including myself, I want to tell you what what happened once I made that decision. And, uh, you know, but we have to, this is very simple, this step. All it's telling me to do is, okay, are you pretty convinced that, you know, you are alcoholic, you can't do this yourself, even eating or not eating, your life is unmanageable, uh, you, you can't, you, you failed so much, me, I'm talking about myself, uh, you failed so much, so are you willing to do something different? Oh, yeah, when I came in, I said, okay, yeah, step three, I'm I'm willing, I'm, I'm, I can turn my will over to God just like that, you know, oh, yeah, I know, I have a God, but it's not telling us to do that, it's telling us to make a decision to do some actions so all this good stuff that's coming from people that are recovered doesn't happen here it's 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 telling us you know if you're convinced and you don't have any reservations that you can do this and of course i said oh no i don't have any reservations but i acted like i did because i was still oh i'm going to turn my life and my will over but I still was working on my self-will, what I wanted to do. This step tells me, Janice, just make a decision to go on with the steps. And then you will see the miracle. Instead of using yourself, it's your power that you're going to um, come into, whether you have a power of God as you understand him now or not. The power is going to do for you what you can't do for yourself. You don't even know that yet. I didn't even know that. Not you, me. I didn't even know that. I thought, okay, I'll make a decision, and it's going to be every day, every day, not just once. You take step three and you go on. No. you make. If I want to go to California, I have to make a decision to do the action, buy the tickets, you know, make reservations, blah, blah, blah. And until that, so the actions that were going to follow my will, my mind, is going to do these steps. This is when we will get recovered. And, yeah, we, I mean, I know I did. I had reservations. Oh, okay, I'll do this step, but I won't do that. It's just a decision. And because I failed so many times, I came to that point. Thank you so much. I came to that point, yeah, you know what? I can't have any more reservations. So I'm going to decide to do this and that. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Janice PM from Massachusetts. Okay, Penny C., you are up. And I'm not sure if we're going to get to you, Tina, but we will see. All right, Penny, please go ahead. Okay, thank you, Amy. Uh, yeah, I'm Penny C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area. Boy, when I remember when I first read this with my step sponsor, and I thought it was humorous. Oh, I, I, the actor 
wants to wants to arrange the lights, the ballet. One of my um, dear OA friends who's gone to God used to also say, I wanted to be sure the ballerina's tutus were all the same length. And I didn't see myself in this. I just thought, oh, this is really funny. And uh, But as we talked, she said to me, have, have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever tried to arrange everything? Well, it didn't take me long to realize that uh, when I had, I was the leader of a campfire group where my children, my oldest girls were young, and uh, I decided that the fly-up that year was going to be the best ever. Oh, I, I got a professional printer to do the programs. I assigned all these girls and their moms to all different parts, never asked them if they wanted to. I just told them what they were going to do. Till one day, one of the mothers said to me, Boy, Penny, you come on strong. And I was, I was insulted. What did she mean I came on strong? And I, now I know what she meant. And so, uh, but I like to think of myself, just like it says here, that I was, you know, I was being kind, considerate, patient, generous, um, even modest, and self-sacrificing because nobody else was going to have, make this, this come off like I could, you know. <laughs> oh, when I look back and never, never gave any thought to asking God for help. It was all penny. I could, I could run the show. Everybody just follow my script as I hear on this line, and, and everything would come off right. And today, thank God, I realize that I'm not, I'm not the director. I have a new director, as it says in the big book. That director is my higher power, God, for me. And I, and I really, um, one of the things I pray for every morning in a prayer that I say every morning is that, you know my desire to please god that's that's really what my my what's about my desire to please god and uh i'm going to pass with that thank you okay thank you penny c tina got a little bit over a minute left if you'd like to take it if not we'd be happy to hear from you in the next hour uh, thanks so much amy tina s recovered compulsive eater anorexic in florida wow what a great meeting Fabulous, you know, and, uh, you know, being convinced, you know, I was totally convinced by the time I got to step three, I was just, and it says, what do, you know, we decided to turn our will and our lives, our thoughts and our actions already been shared, you know, just what do we mean by that? And just what do we do? You know, and what I was told is I really just needed to, to say this prayer, you know, daily and to go on with the rest of the steps. And that I would be changed by the 12 steps. Mm -hmm. And that happened to me, you know, and the first requirement, you know, I told that next paragraph, me, me, me all over it, you know, and I, and it didn't get me very far. So one of the things that I really had to do was to suit up and show up and to be willing to be somebody different and through the 12 steps that has happened in my life. So this, what a, what a great meeting, great paragraphs. That'll pass. Great stuff. Thanks. Perfect timing. Thank you so much, Tina. Great way to end this out. All righty. I'd like to thank everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today's Vision for You meeting, February 2nd, 2004, I'm sorry, February, February 14th, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 
19,958. That's 19958. We will now close with a reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Shari D. Uh, please read A Vision for You. Yes, go ahead, Good Sherry. Tribe. Yep, Sherry D. from Maryland, Compulsive Overeater. Um, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.